0: We're live. This is episode fifteen, I think. Sure. I've uh, I changed things up. I took a week off of uploading, so now now we have like a week buffer, which is nice. So we're we're getting more official. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we now have a schedule.
1: Shit. Um. So how was your day with uh, GameStop?
0: Dude, what a roller coaster, man! Um, I ah. what did it end at? What are we out here? GME. We are sitting at two sixty-five. Uh, yeah. So, what I did was—so um, as usual, I got super pumped. I was like, "Man, we're gonna get three fifty, which is like what I bought in at." I was like, "This is gonna be awesome, finally!" And as soon as I said <laughs> that, it got to like two forty-eight. And then it just bombed. And I was yeah. like, and at that time, I had put a stop loss at 290. And then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to remove that and put it at 300. And I think I put it like a few seconds too late because that's when they put the halt on. And then when it came off, I it ended up selling at 264. And I was like, God damn it. Like, so I, I don't huh. know. Like, because what happens, what must happen is like when the stock changes, it goes from one price to another without like, like without you know it's not like 300 299 99 299 98 it's like um 300 and then like 295 and then like 297 or whatever because my my right my sell order was at 300 right so i was like okay well i should i shouldn't at least get lower than that um but then i looked and it executed at like 284 and i was like oh man that sucks and so um
1: I guess it also has to do with how many they're able to sell at that price because it changes as they're being sold, right? Uh, very like, true. Like a shit ton of people had that at 300.
0: Yeah, very true. And, and if there wasn't that many for 300, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so in any case, yeah, I'm a little bit of a paper-handed bitch. I will accept that, but um, <laughs> I'm a little bit less poor of a paper-handed bitch, that's for sure. Uh, I'm probably going to do maybe what yeah, you're doing and like play the... I don't know. I don't really know if I want to put that much effort in for like the small amount of money it's gonna make, but I'm kinda I don't know. True. My my thing is that I yeah. I uh, I don't like believe in GameStop. So it's it's like outside of the <laughs> meme, like there's nothing yeah. like it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. And so it's very hard for me to justify getting back into it at like a two sixty five and then just be like like, and I just don't really see Reddit, like like Hood is already screwing over, like the, the, they're so corrupt right now anyway. So it's just like, man, this isn't even going to pop off as much as it could have, right? Like even today, if they didn't do that halt, it might have went way past 350. Um,
1: yeah. So yeah. they kind of pissed me off. Um, true, it's kind of disheartening when you feel like you, there's no way to succeed, right? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. I mean i basically did everything right today um but there was so much delay in anything ha- like so much delay in buying and selling that, like i sold when it when it was still well above 300. right um but it didn't actually sell until it was 288.
0: yeah so same here then so
1: kind um, of and then i everything. bought <laughs> that i bought when it i bought back in when it was like right at the bottom but it didn't go through until it was oh. back up to to 26 or something so i'm still i'm like both of them are are still good yeah but i could have but you could have just been better better yeah exactly i think it's just like going through a um like through like the uh the stock brokers like there's a delay and they have to actually find fire and and all that shit, yeah so. for sure not instantaneous and so you're you're playing with a delay which adds so much like like i'm just trying to play the volatility because i know it's going up and down yeah. over and over yeah yeah so no, like, every time it goes down buy. every time it goes up so every time it goes down buy. and you're making um,
0: more than than like the commission and all that kind of stuff like or are you, are you just doing it for fun because like are you would you like if you were to take that into a dollar per hour what would you be making is it is it actually decent cash or is it like you're making like a buck or two you're in there you're just climbing that pole slower slowly
1: Oh, I mean, for one, I'm still at a net negative because of the <laughs> first time, because of the first time I bought it. Right, right. Um, so it's not like I, this time. I, like, I basically am trying to recoup losses. Um, and it's mostly for fun because it's I'm only doing it. Well, like at this point. Like all of today was one stock at a time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, don't have enough in the yeah, app so for two stocks at this point. Flipping. So I'm right, just like basically. trying to. I'm I'm literally making like every time I trade, I'm making like ten dollars. Well, that's not bad. And or twenty dollars, but that's happening like once or twice a day. So okay. I'm like recouping like $10 to twenty dollars a day.
0: But if you think about the um, time it makes you make those trades, it's not like you're making a bunch. So that that's probably like, twenty bucks in like a minute, which is,
1: you know yeah exactly it's it's honestly it's just kind of like i mean
0: you can retire off that yeah right
1: that's right well it can only happen like once a day though (laughs) and who knows if it'll continue so (laughs) fair point for now for now it's working (laughs) i don't know if it'll continue to be like this that's the thing is is, like now it's this it's this weird war of like whether it's even shorted at this point still (laughs) yeah i know um, Terrifies. Me. And then, is it just like, and then it's it's literally just this weird cultural thing right now where people are just buying like crazy. So the, people keep buying the dips, which keep pushing it up. Yeah, yeah. And then a bunch of people keep selling. So like, some people are getting really rich off of this, and some people are getting <laughs> totally losing fucked. Everything. And the, and the main people that are getting fucked are the people that are actually like holding and driving the whole process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. The, the, that's
0: how com- capitalism works, Matt. <laughs>
1: Which it's because, like the only reason it's working is because there's so many people holding, but they're the ones that are not actually making any money. Yeah. Unless you got in right at the beginning. Yeah. Um and then you're still like holding deep fucking still... value did. Yeah. Yeah, then it's just like you're all you're so positive, you're gonna stay positive. And like I don't see it dropping a huge amount over the next like I don't know, it's hard to make any kind of predictions, but I I'd say like buy buy back in if it goes under 180 or something i i would yeah um and then even then like the the actual company's not worth nearly that much I, i'd say like i don't know what it's actually worth i don't know how its stock even represents I... the worth of the company because it also has to do with the number of stocks there are but yeah um it's interesting it's a weird like bro-zach. i think i think right now where it should be is probably like Five ten bucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where it should be well if you look at so um... like this massive amount just is like literally just being driven by, by memes. memes <laughs> meme of it yeah exactly so it's like how long will the meme last i know memes can last a long time on reddit um it'll almost like it, it's almost like it's gonna stay in wall street bets <laughs> and then it'll transition into dank memes which is an even bigger community <laughs> so we'll see maybe it'll
0: well keep going and, like if it- like the thing is, like if I was GameStop, I would be looking for like any kind of like some positive news in the company. Like I think they just they just said something about like a they they they're talking like Chewy, right? So because of all of this yeah. viral news, people are actually and because the company is actually valuable now. People are like, oh shit, we can maybe actually work with them and like spin it off. And then as soon as Reddit hears that, they take off like a gang of fucking people and they just, exactly they're going crazy because it's, just it's like, just an amplifier. Yeah. And then or an
1: amplifier. <laughs> because like that is good news, right? It's good news for the company, but it's, it's, it's good news enough to make the stock go up by like maybe like $2, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not $200 yeah. like it did today. In
0: like an hour.
1: Yeah the funny I I was like literally I just had my thumb refreshing on the on Google like I just had me in the Google search I was just like refreshing and it was changing by like $20 every second (laughs) yeah like what is going on and then like that one climb 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 yeah and then the one refresh and it had dropped like like a hundred
0: bucks and I was like oh (laughs) my god how did this
1: even happen yeah and then
0: they're like oh then it's halted and I was like are you kidding me like The best, the best comment I read today on one of those, those like daily threads or whatever, was, yeah. goddamn titty fucking Christ! I was bag holding at three fifty and life just couldn't stand to see me green. <laughs> that's honestly the same way I felt. I was like, man, I might actually not make anything on this, and then sure enough, it just, <laughs> and that caused a huge panic um, sale. Like all of Reddit was just like, <laughs> I was literally,
1: dude. Okay straight up it was at 345 i think yeah like the max it was at and i was talking to catherine and i was like man i don't know like i feel like i should buy but then tyler's <laughs> gonna call me a paper-handed bitch so maybe i shouldn't she's like sell sell now <laughs> and i was like oh yeah exactly Sell." And i was like uh, i don't <laughs> oh. know I don't, I don't think i should and then, and then right then is when it dropped yeah i was like Fuck!
0: (laughs) But you probably wouldn't have been able to sell anyway. Like you would have sold at yeah, probably the same thing that I did. That's what I did, right? It was like three twenty, and I was like, I was like, man, I'm gonna put a stop at three hundred, and and I'll be perfect. And then I didn't know it dropped so far below that. And I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? Then I might as well just have waited because by the time I sold, it was already back like two ninety five. I was like, god
1: damn it! Like, right? Did you? Is it a? I'm not sure how. Oh Mm -hmm. wait, so it's a limit. There's a limit buy and there's a limit. There's a limit buy. There's limit a limit stop. sell,
0: and then I have a stop sell. Usually, so stop sell oh. says once it hits below this price,
1: sell. Oh, I yeah. think. Hold on. Let me just check real quick. <laughs> what did but, you do? No, no, because I think what you I think you want a limit sell instead. Oh really? Because I think the limits. I I could be wrong on this, but I think the limit stop. The limit sell will sell it once it hits that. Whereas the limit stop, I think, st- initiates the the, um, oh, before the sell the once it gets to that point. Oh. and so once it hits three hundred, that's when it starts processing, and then uh. and then uh, it that's why it w- was able to drop after that point. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Right,
0: but that but how would they be able to determine that? They take like five percent on mm-hmm. either side, and then just say, "I'm going to initiate the sell now."
1: Uh, one second. Sell stop or replace below price. So for yeah, so a limit so order will limit only be
0: filled at order. the specified limit price, whereas a stop order triggers
1: at the specified price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I you did have the done. stop order. That's why. Yeah. That's why it happened. That's why it kept going down.
0: But what I don't understand is, um, is that the limit order will only be filled at the specific limit price? So I should have limited priced at like 320 then or something, right? Or yeah. Or right. Because how would how would you how would they know? Because they can't tell what the stock's gonna do, right?
1: So um, I guess okay. So here, the, the risk you run is that normally you'd do a limit sell if it was going up. I think, hold on. So that, um, so that you would if only climbing, win. Yeah, it only sells if once it hits a certain point. Right. Um. Yeah. Just so that, like, if you're not around watching it, 24 hours. Gotcha. Um, whereas with the uh, uh, so so if you were to put a limit sell today, um, you would have been putting a. It would have sold it. That's the thing is, is it wouldn't stop necessarily. Mm. Um, so like if you had put it at 320, it would have just sold it because it was already above 320. I see. Yeah, yeah, very but true. It would have been yeah. the same as just selling yeah. it. You might as well have just sold just it. Just sold it, right, um, right. <clears throat> whereas a stop yeah. is
0: like, hey, stop my losses as much as possible, but I can't guarantee that I'm going to sell yeah, at that I price. Think that, yeah, that's and great. at that point, I still wanted to do that, right? Because I basically said right. once it's go, I don't want to, like, I don't want to sell if it's, if it's three twenty, I want to sell if it's below three three hundred. Or, or yeah, I don't want to. I want to sell if right. it's below three twenty. And I think it it just did that, but because it wasn't available, it sold the the, the highest. Like it probably put the order in at three hundred and just said sell. And then by the time it got through the brokerage and all that kind of shit, it was like, well, it's two
1: eighty four now. So there's you can't you know do that. Right. Um, so I think I still. Yeah, so made like what right I've been way. doing is, I've been doing limit sells where. Um, if it gets to a certain point, then it automatically sells.
0: Right, like if it goes um, up to a certain point, then you sell, make those gains, and then you wait for the dip, and then you buy again, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if it goes, so but but like, what happens is if it doesn't ever get up to that point, then it expires. You can only put one in a right. day. Right, I see. Interesting. Um, that way I don't have to watch it all day. Yeah, yeah, no, very true. <laughs> so like. Um although that happened yesterday or not yes, yeah, where I like I had it the limit sell so it like mm-hmm. it triggered at like twenty bucks above. Right. But it ended up going in way higher than that. So right. I could have made more if I was just watching it and then sold it at the peak. But again, I don't know when the peak's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just playing it safe and taking the twenty dollar gains. Or it'll just never get there and then you just yeah. end up holding for the day.
0: Well, and with the way that you're doing it, you actually don't care about the stock price at all. Like because you're gonna buy way if you sell it at the highest or whatever, you could always just implement your strategy. Like, like it, okay, so so let's say it. you sell at 350, you make money or whatever, and the stock jumps to 500, but because you're playing the volatility, all you have to do is just try to buy higher and then sell lower and make those small gains, right? So you actually don't really care about the actual- Buy lower
1: and sell higher. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you actually don't care about the actual <laughs> price because you're not, like, you're not buying and holding, right? That's right. Yeah. But- yeah interesting it is better obviously when it's lower and then making those because then you can buy more of it but um, you know this is a price
1: like we're just having one stock or one or two stocks essentially so um, yeah essentially like the only problem with my method is that um, well for one it's still like basically gambling yeah it is. you're <laughs> hoping that the, you're hoping that the volatility has like an average yeah of, um, of stable increase point, yeah um, whereas that where that hasn't actually been the case the last couple days where well i mean it's been really volatile but it's been going up Mm -hmm. and so you want to catch you don't know if that if the the dip is going to be the max of the next day right you know like if it's falling like it's still a bet it's like a pretty good bet um and, and of course the fact that um you're basically kind of uh using the community morale yeah and um, i think maybe. that's the that's the <laughs> easiest way
0: to um like i think that's why it's so easy to do is because normally stocks it there isn't like an open forum dedicated to one stock right it's it's like and mm-hmm. if there is it's maybe like a post every couple hours and by the time you see it it's like it's already gone whereas this one it's like yeah people are actively bitching about it like to the second and so it's just like you could just tell Something's popped off. It hit the front page. Okay, fucking just buy it. Like you're not even playing the stock market. You're just playing Reddit, basically. You're just investing in the subreddit. <laughs> That's
1: right. You're trying to have as be- have as good a feel for the community as possible.
0: Yeah, which which I guess kind That's of makes like, sense. When things from, are going good. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I guess yeah. It, it is kind of how you would normally invest in stocks It's trying to have a feel for the market, right? But this is just it's weird because it's so isolated into. a <laughs> One little area. yeah it's like it oh, and and you're rather than playing the market you're playing the actual investors yeah it's the community yeah
0: exactly and and it doesn't help that like like people love to hate on the big big rich people so it's like the fact that these guys did something so badly will forever be burned into the minds of most of these people on reddit so it's just like like whenever <laughs> whenever you want to like gain morale you just make a meme about like some some like hedge fund and then the guys taking it down and everybody's like Whole GME and it hits the front page or something, just like just the stupidest shit. I love it, I love all of it, man. It's so much fun.
1: Me too, it's great.
0: The one thing the other day I did... when there was oh, like, it's good,
1: yeah. When he just posted a picture, or sorry, the other day when there's like somebody posted a picture of a ice cream cone with a frog <laughs> emoji and that like made GME go up like 50 bucks, <laughs> like shit like that, man.
0: Yeah, the most random it's amazing. Shit.
1: Um, I was gonna
0: say when I when I got out of GME, again, I, I am a paper handed bitch. Um, but man, my I saw my portfolio go down like seven hundred dollars at one point, like like lose up. And I was like that kind of sucks, you know. Like and so if, and then and then everybody's like, dude, everybody's like laughing at me or whatever. And then today I I posted a snap of it being at three forty five, and I was like, I'm so glad I held. And then like as soon as it posted, <laughs> and I was like, well. Um, but the one thing, so when I got out of Jamie, uh, Roblox, I don't know if you've ever heard about them. It's like, um, a kid's yeah, game. I've heard of I used it. to it's play the shit out game. of that game. Um, and, uh, I actually really quite like that and they went public today. And so I put, um, I bought like, f- like 10 shares or something in the company and they opened at, um, like 65 us or Canadian or something like that. Um, and then I also put in a hundred bucks. I bought a hundred shares of a, uh, GNU which is, like, um, I actually don't know. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) uh, Genius, uh, Genius Brands, international entertainment company headed by Andy Hayward. Company is formed from the merger of Genius Okay, that doesn't help at all. Um, (laughs) Basically, it's, like, a software uh, kind of, like, um, okay. Thing, but they were going to have a deal with Roblox and like may potentially make a kids' movie based off the Roblox once they went public. And so I was like, okay, that is a company that I actually think is going to do well is Roblox. Um, and right. purely because when I was learning the program um, all their the way what it is, uh, and again, this is not stock advice, um, what it is is a <laughs> platform for kids to play games and people, anybody can create a game. And they exposed a scripting engine um, built in Lua, which is a programming language, and essentially made it so that you could just program like your own levels, your own games, whatever you wanted. So people were building like these tycoons, kind of like an idle game where you just like step on a button and it bought like a house and that house would generate you 10 bucks or whatever, a second, then you, once you get enough, you can buy like the warehouse, which you, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, They got big into like the role play scene. So like people just build like, you know, anime things or random games like that. Um, and it just kind of steadily grew forever. Um, but I got big into that because I like the programming aspect. Um, but the one cool thing they did that nobody was doing at the time—this was back in like 2010—was that if your world or your map got plays, they would pay you like actual money. And so it was kind of like one of the first things where you're just like, damn, like they're they're actually giving back. And some of the people that made like a really popular map that would stay up there were making like like hundred thousand dollars a year in, in like a salary paid by Roblox because it's essentially, you know, they're, they're, they're buying stuff. They're making conversions to buy their in-game currency, which just gives you like little cosmetic stuff, um, that kind of crap. And so they kind of had like this whole like player owned market and stuff like that. And so as a company that I actually, when I heard today, I was like, that's awesome. I don't even care if it goes up or down. I just want to buy into that because I, I actually think that company's value. I think there's a lot of places it could go, especially with Hololens coming out and VR and all that kind of crap. Right. And, uh, so I bought that and I bought the, the genius, which is, um, kind of potentially a partnership with that. And genius is trading at two bucks a share. So I bought a hundred bucks worth. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, maybe this will be interesting. Um, but again, usually whatever I do, the opposite happens. And so you should, (laughs) you should probably short those stocks right now. And again, that's not stock advice, (laughs) but
1: that's great. Actually, that's, that's smart on their end. Um. To aid the, de- the people developing it, um, or like the community, definitely. Um, I'm just thinking how they should really implement that type of structure into Dreams.
0: Yeah, that was that PS4 game, right?
1: Or yeah, but I don't know if you ever saw like some of the shit people made in that. It was unreal. Like people were remaking like full games in yeah. Dreams, or like Minecraft, and that was. Yeah, but and but it was free. Like mm-hmm. like people were just doing it for fun. It yeah. was literally like the game. <laughs> Can you imagine if if I, I I don't know how they would like I don't know how they would benefit from it. They'd have to have some kind of in-game purchases mm-hmm. in order to get money back from it in order to be paying people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and I'm not sure how that would work. Uh unless they had like advertisements somehow
0: or mm-hmm. something. No, um, it's an it's a very
1: interesting Or if you could model. program it um customization into it somehow
0: and one of the coolest things was like it was its full own world like like roblox on the site would have ads that like other users would it wasn't like adsense it was like a roblox ad system where like if you built like because it was anything You, you could design a shirt and like paint and upload that as like a skin to to sell for free like the free currency and then you could also sell it for robux which is like their paid currency if you were like a member that was paying so they have like a subscription of like levels per month um, that gets you like act- more access to more worlds that you could build um, it gives you some of the every month you get a bit of currency that kind of crap right um, but it essentially like built this entire ecosystem like of of kids that were like like selling homemade like shirts and stuff and then advertising on the Roblox like in an ad so they built like a banner ad for like their game and so like they basically like rebuilt Google inside of Roblox and it was just like that's crazy And and I was like that is so cool like I'm so happy they're public because I that is a product that I, was, I think is, is is just awesome like that where it so it's a lot easier for me to sp- spend money on that and believe in it than it is to spend money on GME and just be like I don't know man like I don't know what's happening like
1: yeah totally um, yeah I mean like if GME succeeds somehow it's going to be a complete change of their company and it's hard to see how it will compete with Amazon and, and still, you know I mean if they're like because they're right now their plan is to go like e-commerce right they yeah. want to sell things online and but that's already kind of covered i think um, the
0: best thing they could probably do is if they develop some kind of game sharing system membership where you could like buy a game and like share it with somebody like uh, through some kind of membership or something like that like that would be valued right because right now ps4 ps5 xbox you can't share games right like it's yeah, that's true um, so
1: that would be very interesting it could make like a like like how Netflix started out as like a VHS or like as a yeah. renting DVD renting business yeah or using doing that with games and then like slowly move towards like streaming but I would say like if you'd asked me a couple of years ago what I thought the, the way the market was going to go and like what a really good thing to invest in would be I would have thought that streaming um Game technology would have been a thing to go into, but Google Stadia just closed. Did yeah, you see that?
0: yeah, I didn't. I didn't Google see shut that, down but... Stadia. Holy! They shut down Stadia,
1: which is like they put so much money into that shit. Apparently, they spent tens of millions trying to get Red Dead Redemption into Stadia,
0: and, and didn't work or just didn't
1: take off. I don't know if it didn't take i'm assuming that it probably well for one it probably didn't take off but but i i suspect they had problems with latency and technology it's just not quite ready yet and that's that's like internet like if we if we we still struggle to stream video Mm -hmm. like zoom fucks up all the time and they're the best of the best like try sending enough bandwidth for an entire fucking game
0: well and like good luck have you ever used it or no stadia no no I and and google kind of has a track record almost for that like for example google glass if you were to ask me along remember when that stuff was coming out i was like man this is going to change the world like i want some of this it was like 15 yeah. bucks at the time and i was like i'm going to buy some and i didn't but i really wanted to and that flopped but then you see like yeah. a couple years later like all this other vr stuff kind of comes out right and i think like a big thing that google probably struggles with is getting the adoption and i think specifically of stadia i a lot of people probably just can't comprehend how you don't need a machine to play that. And so, like, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to them. Like, try to explain the cloud software to some people is a nightmare. Like, it's just like, no, it's in the cloud, but it's like a server. And they're just like, ah, what the fuck? Um, and that, to me, would be like, I just would be like, no, I, I wouldn't use Stadia because I, like, why? Like, I, I don't, not that I don't trust it, but it's just like, I just can't see it working, like even myself, right? I just can't see it working as good as a machine, so whatever, I just wouldn't even pay attention to it. Um, Mm -hmm. But there is a chance that I think it probably is a lot better than people think, it just didn't get adopted. Um, Again, I haven't used it, so maybe it it didn't, but um, like I just think they have, like they're they're sometimes just a bit too early, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. and and unfortunately for them, probably somebody like Steam or something is gonna jack their software or like the idea and then produce something and it will take off. Um, like like Halo Legends yeah, and all think, that kind of stuff. I think shit.
1: NVIDIA, NVIDIA has been working on it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember when they came out with that like Shield, Shield, Nvidia yeah, Shield. Yeah. Thing, that thing had streaming capabilities. And
0: Steam does too. Steam Play, I think, right?
1: Or oh, does it? Okay. I think so. I still like. I still think that like that's the future because you don't need to have any power on your end. It can just be streamed Oh, I gotta. To you, but I gotta chat I guess we're in the. Thing. Especially because we're in the world where refresh rate and latency are so important like having what i do go somewhere and then come back in an extremely fast and reliable way is still a struggle
0: and i think it's very important too because in the past couple years the biggest most popular games are competitive games where um, low ping low latency and fps rule everything and so if there if Mm. that is like I was watching this streamer for this game that I'm playing right now called Escape from Tarkov. It's a great game. And this streamer was screaming and he was freaking out because um, he like would notice a little bit of frame lag and stuff. And I couldn't, I didn't see it. I was like, I, what? Like, and the chat's like, oh my God, th- that is literally like unplayable. Like, I, how do you do this? And I was like, that is the difference between people that play like video games for full time and like me. It's like, I would, I would just be running around and be like, oh man, I died. Like that sucks. This guy's like, whoa, man, I'm getting like crazy lag right now. Like I, I was like. Holy shit. This guy's moving like he's like doing 360s and shit like that and headshotting people and like doing all this stuff And I was like, okay, that's that's what happens when you play a game for like 12 hours a day It's like you notice things like and it wouldn't surprise me if in like a hundred years people's eyes are like Like so much more just like like they just notice like mine I like I play 30 FPS and I can't even notice that between 30 and 60 right depending on Mm -hmm. some of the games it's very obvious but for him to catch like one frame out of sync on that and like if you replay the video you can see it and it's just like how did that happen like
1: and yeah we definitely get better eyes for it yeah because um even after using my new phone for like a few days or like a week um it's old shit now if if i go back to my if i go back to my old phone it's hard to like i it's so noticeable how um not glitchy but how non like, not smooth, how mm-hmm. stuttery it is when it moves through um, animations because I have the 120 refresh. Right. Like, the difference between 120 and 60 is huge. Yeah. Once, but the thing is, is, you wouldn't notice it right away. Well, you might notice it right away, but it wouldn't be a huge difference. But once you go back, is when you notice it.
0: And to me, I notice all of those in the smallest things. Like, for example, like icon reef, like, like hovering over an icon or like dragging the screen. It's just like those things that don't you're like whoa this is just smooth like I remember when my like so I would even when I built my first computer I put like a nice graphics card and all that kind of shit in there right but I didn't know anything about monitor technology so I just kind of rocked like whatever the hell I had um when Nick my brother built his computer he got like a 120 hertz refresh rate monitor and I was like this is I was like dude my graphics card is better than yours but why 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 does your game just look like a different world and he's just like, oh man, I just got on like a nice monitor. And I was like, what? Like monitors matter? Like, Jesus. Like I have to go back to that world now. And yeah. so um it that blew my mind. I was like, wow, I didn't know that that was it's like it's like taking a layer of film off your glasses, right? And like being able to yeah. see yeah. legit stuff. Um I have a really interesting tech topic to talk to you about. Um, but I sure. want to make sure that we've wrapped up this conversation because that was that was I like that conversation too.
1: Um, no problem. Cool. Cool. We so, can come back to it if I think it's something else. But
0: on the topic of like the whole Stadia and not having to like have um, stuff in your house, like physical stuff, there's this new technology that has it's it's kind of old by technology standards. Um, it's new for me and um, some people that I'm working with, and uh, and just like our friends with. Um, but basically, there's like this whole idea of like serverless technology that's coming out. And it, it's kind of weird to think about. So if I was to explain how um, like a website works right now, um, I don't know, maybe you know this already, but maybe some other people that don't listen, I was gotta assume people are listening. I don't know why I do that. But um, essentially what happens is you're like the cloud, like I was mentioning before, is just a computer somewhere, like right? So you're running into a computer and the computer's returning you something. Um, obviously it's not like it's just a cloud of like rain. And so you're reaching out from your router, whatever, to a server, and you're saying, get me a web page, <clears throat> and the server is going to load that web page and the database and all the other crap, and it's going to send it back to you. And that's how you like view a web page, right? Um, to have one of those servers, you usually have to pay like uh, for a simple website. Let's just call it like ten bucks a month, right? Because you need like an active machine that's always on, always listening for requests. Um, maybe you have a database of users and stuff like that that you need to continuously have storage for, right? Um, and so you'd usually pay like 10 bucks a month for bigger games and stuff like that. They're up to, you know, like thousands of dollars per month or like even hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. Cause they need like that uptime, that 99% uptime. Um, you know, they got like hundreds of millions of players. So they got to keep track of all that stuff and databases and all that kind of stuff. It's all running actively, right? Um, so serverless technology completely flips that. Um, they charge you per thing that the server does. They charge you in like nanoseconds of comp- computation time and it's really interesting because for a website essentially what happens is you would make a call from the same way so from my computer I make a call to my serverless technology and that will run exactly the technology the functions and all that stuff that I need to serve that web page back and that's it so if there's a database it it will run make the call out grab the database stuff and serve it back to you and then shut everything down and a cost for like a request like that is like 0.00000000001 cent. So it's like basically free, like you'd have to get a million requests per month for it to even be um, something that you could even fraction. And so that is something that it, I'm really excited to like learn more about in kind of like the next little bit here is the idea that you no longer need a physical box somewhere in like a data center that runs your stuff. Um, but if you build your technology exactly the way you need it, you can just run everything super quick, super fast, and then you shut everything down. And essentially you're only ever paying for what you're using. And so um, your bill is never like static, right? Like if you think of a bill at like hundred bucks a month, you're paying that no matter what. And if you need to scale up, then you scale up and you're paying 250 bucks a month, right? But the serverless one, if it's not being used, you're not charging anything. So it, you only get to pay when somebody's using your site or game or whatever. Um, it's super quick because it's only doing exactly what you're telling it to. And then there's no like uptime, there's no scaling, it all scales horizontally. So it's like, as soon as a million people come, it's just like, okay, well, we just fire all these random Amazon things. And this is all, like a lot of this is all built through Amazon um, and technology that they're building. And man, when I learned that, like, oh, that was, that was um, real
1: cool. So so, so the, the computation is still happening on a server somewhere. Yes. Right. Yes. It's just <clears> that. Rather than you having your own box,
0: you're basically paying more somebody to make that request,
1: essentially. Right. Just that
0: request. And it's at so Amazon. It's so it's a, like a reorganization. Adventure. Yeah.
1: So it's just a reorganization of the power, I guess.
0: Yeah. And um, then they charge you per time, per computational second or whatever, or nanosecond. Right. And so, like, some people will pay a lot, but they're still paying a hell of a lot less because they don't need to, like, they're only paying for exactly what you need. So if you build a really shitty application, um, you will be paying more because it's not efficient, right? Whereas if you build a super efficient thing that's returning exactly what you need almost all the time, um, you're going to maximize your cost. And for some things like um, simple websites or whatever, yeah, chances are it's probably still just like whatever. You can just slap 10 bucks on there and not have to worry about writing all this stuff or whatever. Um, But as like, I was like, that's how um, like big companies do this thing. Like that's how Netflix and like some of these other giant conglomerates can afford all this crap is because they're just like, they they basically like take you if you take that twenty bucks a month subscription that it is now and you divide that over the seconds, that's probably like more like way more than what they actually have to pay per computational nanosecond sort of thing. So it's just like damn, they're literally just printing cash like, and they don't have any issues with it, which is so really interesting
1: stuff they're working mm. on. So I guess like once you get up once you scale up to the point where it's running all the time, it's basically how much it would cost to normally have it. But
0: it's never running all the time, right? nothing is ever running all the time. It's only ever running as somebody needs it. So if you had like a billion people, it's only, so like if you had two people at the same time trigger something, um, it's almost gonna go like two different nodes. Like there's like, there's so many of these things. It spins up an entire new thing, runs it and then closes it down. So if I spin something up, I'm gonna hit this node. And if you spin something up, you're gonna hit a different node. So like we both oh, okay. reach out to the same, Thing, but we're getting two totally different things. It returns us whatever we have based on one database that spins up or whatever, and then shuts it right back down. And so it's, that's why it can scale horizontally. It doesn't scale up. You're not trying to pump one server up. You're basically just saying, um, yeah, I'm going to spin up like like a bunch of these like nodes or whatever, and it's going to go horizontally, And which is, there's a lot more land that way than there is like, you know. well, that's kind of a bad analogy because it's not land. There's technically way more land going up, but um, yeah it's it's very it's very and i don't fully understand it either so a lot of stuff i'm saying might not be accurate um but that's the gist of it it's like you're basically paying for whatever you need and so if your site isn't popular you're not paying anything if your site is very popular chances are you're making enough money off the conversions anyway so you are making stuff way more than you're paying for zero point like it's like a tenth of a penny or something like that per second
1: so so okay so in my head i had it i had it that at a certain point, you're going to get to a point where turning on and off again, it's going to make less sense than just having it on the whole time. But you're saying it's distributed throughout like a whole bunch of different networks or a whole bunch of different servers, basically. Yeah, essentially. Right? Yeah. So... And, and, like... and
0: the servers that they're using are built specifically for this like server, like Lambda is like a thing that Amazon has where like you reach out and you, it spins up and it's done and then boom. Like it caches everything that you need to run an instance of that node. So as soon as you need it, it's there and then it and then it's not. So it's like, it's not really like rebuilding a bunch of shit. It's just like, it knows already what your application needs because you're telling it exactly what you need to like in the framework. And then so it, it when you make a request, it's boom, boom, boom. Like it's, it's, boom, and then it's down. And this means you can put it anywhere. So if you were in like um, New Jersey or whatever, you could, like Amazon, and if Amazon had one there, then they would probably just build that in New Jersey. Whereas some games, you have to pick like the server that you want to play on, right? Whether it's North America, Europe, da da da. With this, it doesn't matter. Wherever they have a data center that can run this kind of technology, it's 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 able to be done. Um, so so it basically eliminates latency. It makes it so much faster for like like websites to load and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's it's really quite interesting. That's cool. I'm, I'm pumped, man. There's some really cool things that like, and, and, and it's so frustrating to work with, because it flips everything that I've know about kind of backwards. And that's the industry that we me specifically, I'm in is just like, like, you think you're getting good at one thing, and then the entire industry can pivot off one idea. And it's just like, man, back to not knowing like, fuck all about this, right? So it's, I would like to be at the, at the forefront where I'm just like, hey, Tyler, can you go investigate like a bunch of cool new technologies? And I'd be like, okay, cool. And then I'd be like, hey man, look at all this. And you know, be like the the person telling people like, hey, look at what, we're, what we can do. Versus the person being like, hey, this is what we're doing now for a couple of years. And um, we're gonna switch this because it's more cost efficient. So just learn it like within like a month. So you can start building these things now. It's like, oh my God, so <laughs> it's pretty sweet.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so that was my cool little thing.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I had an cool. idea the other day. What um, like ideas? Not uh, haven't haven't fleshed it out even at all since I thought of it. So pretty uh, pretty low level idea, but um, <laughs> uh, it just came up in conversation that uh, I don't know if you'd heard of this app that's like uh, people use it for running and it like stimulates simulates that you're running from a zombie horde. Oh no, that's so cool like low. If you're like running at a particular pace yeah um the zombie horde like slowly like gains on you and, it, and it's in your headphones so it slowly gets louder and louder as it like gets Freaky. closer so it like tries to like make you like stay at a, <laughs> a good pace i was just thinking like that's really i like the idea of gamifying life um exercise especially yeah um like making running more than running make running like fucking pokemon go dude that's what you i was know? gonna say yeah yeah and 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 then I, I thought what would really be cool is, and it wouldn't probably work in Canada so well because we have universal healthcare, but in, like, the States, yeah, um, where, like, your insurance uh, is depends based on, on your on health, yeah. you could, like, you could actually work this game into um, the insurance companies mm-hmm. such that, like, the more you build your virtual exercising character, you can, like, get premiums on... On your insurance and stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That's actually it's kind of cool that you made that you thought of that idea yourself because I used to work for um like a health care company sort of thing. I'm not gonna say the name. Um and uh, essentially what they they didn't target insurance company or kind of but they target like uh, health and wellness kind of companies sort of thing. So like, um, right. And their whole shtick was um creating like these challenges or whatever, right? So it's like stop smoking or like running every day that kind of stuff, right? And so they would um, make these like little games online or or not even the games necessarily, but just like check-ins and just be like, oh, I checked this in. And it basically all worked off the honor system, but they were starting to build in like actual um, wearable technology. And that had a direct correlation into how much they would pay from that specific You know, insurance company. Um, But more importantly, the employers would pay that, like the company that I worked for to set this up for them. And then based on the employee engagement and how much like healthier they're working, the employers would pay them more because a big thing in the States is um, the company has to budget. And it's sad. They have to budget so much money for when somebody goes on a sick leave because of their health and it being like, you know, obesity or like cigarettes or whatever. And so for them, it's a really important to try to keep their employees healthy like in their own lives and that to me was like one of the, the first times that I've um saw like a company trying to reach like really into the personal lives of people I was like I was, like oh man I never really gave a shit about like what my coworkers do like whether they go for smoke breaks stuff like that like the company looks at that and they're just like this is going to affect the bottom line so like what can we do to prevent that um and right. gamifying that stuff oh like that's what Pokemon Go was so cool about was just like damn like this getting
1: people out right yeah and i i I guess the only problem with that is that there's it's just rife for people to take advantage or or to like hack it it, right yeah exactly. exactly um so you'd have to put a lot of work into making sure that it's you know trustworthy
0: yeah i think i think maybe the one way you could do that is like have like a um a witnessing thing or like um you know there there would be like ways that you could build into that but i think as well too like you can't really hack that. It's like Wii Sports, right? Like, you got... It's like people are like moving around for the first two weeks and then they're playing tennis and just sitting down there just shaking the stick. They know exactly, like, what to do to make the thing tick, right? Um, And so I think for sure, like, they would have to come up with something like that. But I I love all of that kind of, like, gamification. I just never really found anything that really kind of, like... Like, first of all, holding yourself accountable is pretty difficult um, for that kind of stuff. And the rewards, Mm. like, they're not usually like worth it right to to really make a change um and so like but but i don't yeah i don't know i, I love that kind of stuff and i that's what i was really hoping of like vr and stuff like one, once we can get to the point where like you can have like an omnidirectional treadmill and like you can like put the thing on and just like go for a jog but like you're not moving physically oh dude okay you know? i got one, one more thing to talk yeah. about
1: actually regarding vr um uh, i'm trying to think though before we move there there was anything else I wanted to say about um Oh yeah, just just that like none of these gamifications have worked for for me. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what you're saying too, right? It's like none of them have really clicked. Yeah. And it's funny because like you can have a game like RuneScape where it can convince me to chop down trees for a hundred hours. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I want to get to level seventy tree chopping. Mm-hmm. Like, holy fuck. Like yeah. what a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but but I can't get something that, that gets me outside and, and for something that is actually Healthy. leveling up my life, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's, you know, and I know a lot of um, apps and stuff kind of build that in and that's, you know, brilliant.com and it does that kind of thing. And, and uh, um, uh, what's the? Calm. The, com- yeah, basically all apps yeah. like that have that kind of structure to them now. Mm-hmm. They're getting better um even like Fitbit I, I stuff. like the Wim the wim hof app is like that and so is um uh the um uh, what's well it even called? like the sober app apps learning variety apps for like la- learning languages oh um, duolingo duolingo like that right they have like reward for streaks and stuff mm-hmm. um so like it's out there it's just i like it there's there seems to be some work to be done there still to keep people coming mm-hmm. back um especially in the beginning i guess but um, anyway, sorry, the thing I wanted to talk about was uh, I recently had a um, seminar uh, and actual content of the seminar I wasn't like super interested in. It was it had to do with um, these people were studying um, foot muscles and how like muscles in your feet relate to balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way that they were studying the shit was using this thing called. And let me think if I can remember what it's called uh e cool uh evs i think evs yeah i think it's called evs uh, i think it's G- uh, gvs is also what is the um, nature of it elect electrical uh uh What is the term anyway um what it is is it's it's this thing you put behind your ears yeah and uh it puts little electrical impulses into your um ears such that it can change how you uh, perceive motion
0: freaky and
1: so like if you for uh so like it, what you do is like if you um uh fire it on one side more than the other it'll like, and make it makes it tipping? feel like you're turning oh yeah that's weird and uh and I was like, and so, so all these people are talking about like, oh man, this is great. We could like try, like, can we use this to like treat like motion sickness and all that stuff? And I'm just like, uh, people like Make VR, what, what the fuck? Like a like, cockpit of a this fighting a... plane.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, apparently there's already been, uh, there was a person at our university that was using them in their, uh, driving simulator or, oh um, Oh God. For this because they were studying like alcohol and driving or yeah. something mm-hmm. and they were saying that it was really helping because people people were getting motion sickness from using the vr right and so it was like helping with their motion sickness because it was actually allowing Counter them to bounce. tilt with yeah. the car when they turn and i was like what how why is this not in video games like you're telling me that you are using this right now yeah. in the lab to help people not get sick using vr because you're studying because you're studying like alcohol or some shit. it's like how, <laughs> how have you not thought of the fact that this could be extremely important in the actual video VR game world? Like, yeah. world, in the video game world, that's but hilarious. it's because the, all these biomedical people and and population med people and and uh, molecular people that are just they're trying to cure diseases, they don't right? Game. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're trying to benefit. humanity. Like, you're trying to ruin it. Oh my <laughs> god! I know, I know. I'm just like, you guys, <laughs> this 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 is the next. This is like so obviously the next level. Yeah, that's so these cool. Things. And apparently, apparently, they work. Like you can, um, use them for I. I don't know how healthy they are to use for a long periods of time, but I would or like maybe to see over a long period of time. They fuck up your balance. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah.
0: Like that would be the thing, right? You, nobody wants to jump on that until like they have some kind of like, well, that, that's actually something are... that I'm, that I think about constantly. It's just like, man, like it's going to suck in like 40 years when like some study comes out. And it's just like, man, Look at these people back there and using these smartphones that just totally ruin their life. Like, you know, it's just like, it's like, oh man, why was I part of that group? You know, like,
1: yeah, totally. Like everybody that uses VR all of a sudden has like eye cancer. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Or just like, yeah, some, some stupid like that. Right. Um, But I guess that's the same thing that we've been, I'd much rather live in that world and experience that and just like game it out hard for like 20 years and then just be like, okay, I'm, I'm toast. Like, (laughs) My dopamine
1: is gone. Like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, but but to be, like, I, I think that um, type of technology is probably going to, is way better than a treadmill. Like, trying to actually create this crazy big mechanical thing that you mm-hmm. have to, like, walk in the right direction and it can break, obviously. And it's going to cost a ridiculous yeah, amount. There's no true. way of, pay- of, like, bringing the cost down on that kind of thing. No, very true. The one Whereas thing, though... This is something that's pretty sim- simple and it's all going to be algorithm-based for... But that doesn't help any
0: like um fitness motivation right like that's just making vr realistically
1: (laughs) no no i and that the thing is is so this is kind of competing interests i mean yes i do want to improve the fitness thing but on another angle i also just be really cool i also think like the the vr that will succeed is the lazy man's vr yeah like damn everybody that's got htc vibes and those like fucking things walking around with your like just sitting down being like yeah fuck no everybody after one year is gonna be sitting in their chair yeah. with a with a controller playing around in their VR and they're still gonna be looking around but it's not gonna like damn at the end of the day end of the day I nobody's gonna be walking around their their room hitting their head on things
0: which and it makes sense you can't really scale that right um damn but I kind of I had this like pipe dream where I was like man i think i suck at like fps like if i could just hold a virtual gun and like go in and like actually <laughs> like you know like i feel like i'd be so good at it and but you know then there's but and like have it be like a, a physical thing as well and not just like a mental because like one of the things i used to play the shit out of like league of legends and stuff like that right um but there's like a physical barrier. In just like mouse movements and like knowing exactly like what to do and it's just, like damn it like I will never spend enough time on this game to get anywhere to the point where like I can spend my time doing that right because you need to practice like seven hours a day and it's like well who the fuck has that unless you're that's why like most kids that are like 17 it was like oh you're too old to go pro it's like Jesus this kid hasn't even started it's like it's actually like 15 now it's like man you gotta start when you're like eight and grind until you're 12 and that's like that's like when you can go pro or whatever um, <laughs> and it's terrible but i was always like oh, i really wish there's like some kind of live combat but but you just can't hurt right and i feel right. like I, I i would love to be able to use my physical skills like in that for like something like that it's like paintball well, fun
1: i think i think the thing is there probably will be two branches you know there's going to be the gaming the entertainment based one and then there's going to be like the fun like laser tag like one where it's i mean it's still entertainment but it's active entertainment um where it like virtualizes um certain activities and i think mm-hmm. that's that is going to be a thing and it's and it's cool i think there's probably going to be a it's going to be a smaller market um, yeah maybe probably. eventually it'll be big but it but it's probably not for a long time i think it takes a lot longer for that kind of thing to build up like the physical um, the physical because you need more infrastructure for Mm -hmm. like if you want to make like a virtual thing where you're running around a building doing stuff you're going to need like a you're going to need an actual building to build your virtual texas has one which i think will be a thing
0: texas has one right now
1: that's dope it's like a exit room but um joe rogan was talking
0: about it like a i don't know six months ago and essentially it's like a room and it's like a zombie apocalypse one or whatever so like you're trying to get out and you have a shotgun and like it all works and it's all built in like the room so you have to book the room out but it's not scalable you can only have so many people in there right and plus the liability and all that kind of crap people running into stuff um yeah. but he said it was it was it was freaky how realistic it was and I was like I want to try that because that sounds awesome yeah no you know? that sounds
1: amazing it's amazing but it's probably also gonna be kind of expensive oh definitely and and it's gonna ride the, the hype, hype for a while to for, yeah but pay rent for a Big fucking building. <laughs> I think that's why it's
0: in Texas is because they um, just have so much fucking
1: land, and they're just like, "fuck it." Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, yeah. Um. All, by the way, esports man, it's so strange to me how it's like really fucking big. <laughs> I love. Um, it, it's, Toronto it, just announced they're they're building an esports arena. Yeah, like a huge arena, which is hilarious because like
0: that's the one thing you don't need an arena for, like. <laughs> yeah, true. especially during covid
1: <laughs> yeah, i know it's crazy that's actually looks, um looks looks cool though it's yeah i bet. that's there well goes. that's a
0: cool thing is like like when you get money and you cross that with like cool online games which usually have like great designers you get some cool shit out of it like you get all the cool effects you know like they think about everything um like the razor chroma keyboards and stuff like that just like you know rgb and like all the people that people do online with like Designing their rooms to like light up in certain ways, like that's all, it's all. Like see, that's sick.
1: Isn't that dope like yeah,
0: it? that's hella cool. What what is the Maybe. name of it?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. A seven thousand seat stadium. Hmm. That's like not a whole lot. Um, one it's of the gonna things, be for other stuff too. Yeah,
0: but it's I've seen an interesting shift happen too. Like, um for example gaming in like when you and i were in high school was kind of like the nerd thing like whatever people didn't really do that um and a lot of the people that i would consider kind of popular like in my group or like whatever were into sports but now all those same people are like heavy like like all those people that played sports and love the competitiveness of it are now like heavy into like gaming and it's it's pretty crazy like i have a couple of really good buddies that Um, are like really good at gaming and you can just see that it's their sports like mentality coming through and they're like and I'm like dude I if I was born like like if I was in school today I would be like the coolest kid in the world right because like I would like it's cool to be smart first of all and then two video gaming is like the shit Um, and like it's crazy to think like man maybe I could have gone pro in like one of those games like if I you know and right now I'd say, say a lot of the the parents are like having maybe not like new parents. Um, I think like new parents now probably realize, okay, esports is going to be a big, it, it's a potential path, right? Especially like one of the coolest things that I liked um, was when I was talking to my dad and my mom about like this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this billionaire, like Mark Cuban or like somebody like that, who like owns a hockey team or a baseball team or a basketball team, they're they're partner- partnering in esports. Like, and like you have this whole generation of people that were just like, oh, video games are bad. Da, 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 da. It's like, hey this kid is making three million dollars a year on a contract to play a video game and that is like insane to think
1: you know and they don't have the risk of like having an aneurysm or or like getting an injury that fucks over their career like that like we know actually, so far yeah but it's almost more stable of a career than yeah sports. definitely maybe there's less there's probably less spots for it at this point but well, um, I don't know if you growing. if you
0: heard the stats of and it might even be higher now. I haven't looked in, but Ninja, the guy that was really good at Fortnite or whatever, at one point was making um like $700,000 a month.
1: Um just off Yeah, I know, I know. Loan. I know that the esports like the the pros do make more. Yeah. And that it like it's becoming a huge industry. Um but I still think that there's probably more like there's more m- there's more spots in in athletics. Oh, definitely,
0: like, definitely.
1: Right? And I, I don't like think if that, that won't the chances ever of you being the next ninja is going to be way yeah smaller than being the next like I don't know. Well, Wayne okay. Gretzky. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know shit about sports.
0: <laughs> I would say maybe maybe yes and no because if you look like, at like McDavid, like so for example, Gretzky, great, obviously one of the greats. Um, but I feel like some of that is. Like, there's this whole, like, thing about the GOAT, you know, greatest of all time and stuff like that. And it's like, that is never a metric you can use because the times are not the same. Like, like, um, uh, and yeah, what Gretzky did was amazing, but it's almost not possible to, like, we need to have the exact same rule set, the exact same equipment and that kind of stuff. And then we can compare those stats the same way that we do inflation with money back in the day. Right. It's like, oh, well, this was $10 back in my day and that's worth like a million dollars now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, uh, I remember. so,
1: I remember saying someone saying that like back when wayne gretzky was playing like almost all of his goals were slap shots and now like nobody does it anymore
0: yeah and if you like there's like the stick technology has changed which prevented some things from doing it and then the goalie pads were a lot smaller and like like whatever and you know that kind of stuff and it's like you know i'm not trying to discount anything that gretzky's done because it's still crazy and i believe there are like different formulas people have come up with to like translate that into like today's world but when you you basically have this guy that you can't pass right whereas it's interesting in video games because um they will lock down most of all of the leaderboards to what they're doing like seasons now which which happens like every six months so you're everybody's playing on the same playing field and not all the same people are the best so it's like this person's the greatest of all time Mm, this person's the greatest of all time right now and so so i find it interesting and to go back to your point to do the callback um i think like the new ninja would be like uh, like a McDavid, you know, Connor McDavid. So there's always going to be people that out-excel. It being that person, very slim. However, um, there's still uh, 500 people in... Uh, what, I don't know the numbers. There's still like a couple hundred people playing in the NHL, making million-dollar contracts, right? Um, and they still need that pool below them in the AHL and those other games that are making $150,000 a year. Um, and and with eSports, it scales infinitely because you. it's not limited based on your equipment, like there's really not much you need. You need a one-time purchase of like a $3,000 machine. Not even, you need a one-time purchase of a $3,000 machine if you want to stream your stuff, but you just need like a basic computer for most games if you want to start playing it. Um, obviously you want to, again, it always helps to be rich, but um, you, you know you can start paying for coaches and stuff like that and all that kind of crap. But I think that the scale is a lot bigger because there's like, I don't know how many, there's only 10 hockey like again I'm butchering these numbers there's probably only like 30 <laughs> teams but there's like 5,000 games that you could go pro in right so it's kind of like banking on going pro in the one game and that that's going to be more competition versus if you pick a smaller game you could be the best but if there's only one person playing it it doesn't matter right so it's right. very yeah I, think
1: yeah, with, yeah, I think with games there's just so many people that are like there's so many non-pros that are really good
0: yeah definitely
1: like, the thing is you're, you're playing it I feel like I guess maybe soccer is the only thing that's kind of like that Where there's so many people that play it Maybe like chess Chess Yeah Yeah but like where people play it for fun Mm -hmm. I mean obviously that's the case with all sports But but especially games where Like Ridiculous number of people play them Um I, I just feel like the The um the pool is so much bigger yeah i, I think the,
0: the, the coolest thing in my opinion um is is like the elo like okay so for example um in hockey you you can only play with the best people if you're if you first of all get past like some of the politics to get drafted onto the team and sign some papers dah, 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 dah. um so maybe you are maybe there's a kid that is super good but his family doesn't have the money to put him through those things and he just can't he can't even play with that. Whereas in video games, everything's based on ELO. So if you're good, you will climb. And one of the coolest things to me was like playing League of Legends and every once in a while, you'd get into a game with some like pro. I never did because I was shit at the game, but um, <laughs> comparatively, but not, there was no politics separating you, right? You just, if you were good, you kept rising. And if you got right. really good, eventually you were in the same game. And like people got, um, there's some people back in the day when I would follow this stuff like religiously um, the streamers would stream, and they would see the same people in the same game, right? Because as as you get better, the pool smaller. And so these people that didn't even stream would gain a following because they were in the game that the streamer was playing. So the streamer has yeah. ten thousand people watching them, but that ten thousand people are also watching everybody else on the team. And so people like like there's so many careers that I know that got started because people were asking them to start streaming. You know, it's just like we know who yeah. you are, but you've never streamed. And to me, that was really cool. There's no barriers that aren't bullshit in kind of esports if you're good you can play with the best it doesn't matter where you live um, where you are you know ping and all that crap dependent but um so i hope that doesn't change because that is a really cool thing about it is like if you're good you could just play with the best people in the world like there's nothing really preventing you like um so i, I quite like that that aspect of it but i do agree with you yeah like that the pool is so much bigger um i just think it's a lot easier to swim through mm-hmm. right if you want to
1: yeah, I mean, it's like it's more equitable. <laughs> yeah, it's a more equitable system. Although. Yeah, I feel I, I don't know. I feel like the yeah, there's probably it's easier to get better. But that's true. For, and it's easier to swim through. But that's true for everyone. Yeah. So it makes exactly. it super hard to be the best.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I think I think the biggest thing is like, there's just no bullshit you have to go through. Like, like, you hear all the time, yeah. like the politics of this is what or like your skin color, like you, you didn't get drafted to the team because you're like, it's like, come on, really? Like, like well that's what Moneyball is based off of, right? I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's a really good movie. I saw it, but I, I oh, should. Oh, you should watch it. That. That's on my on my Netflix. Twice, watch it like so tonight. Movies. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't want to spoil it now, but um basically it's just like stats. That's all they looked at, right? Right. And so it's just like like we don't care. And and that's mm-hmm. I mean that's Moneyball summed up in like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I just pulled out. No, but good. no. no. But um, like that's kind of what gaming is. Right? Ruin. Yeah. You don't know anything. You just know how good you are. And chess is the same thing. Like queen's gambit and like all that kind of stuff, right? It's like, oh, this girl, like da da, da. It's like, yeah, but her elo is fucking good. So like she she can play with the best. And we know that because she just beats the best. It's like, so it's, so it's kind of like, mm-hmm. ah, damn, intelligence games, man. That's you can't fake that shit, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Or if you're in like some small country in south america or some shit you don't have to wait for like somebody to come and find you yeah yeah exactly
0: (laughs) yeah no doubt and like again that's kind of a very uh probably privileged thing to be saying because again in a country like south america if you're playing with 350 ping you might be really good but you just don't have a chance in hell of playing on a decent infrastructure so that same challenge does arise you're, you're right um but I think it's probably a lot easier to solve that than it is to build like a, like a you know like a soccer stadium. It's like okay, well this is just internet and internet's kind of important to have. So it's like, like hopefully people in third world countries get internet because that would probably help them a lot more than a soccer stadium. You know like, and a byproduct of that yeah. is being in this world of of gaming now. Um, and maybe that's the that's yeah, the downside. A, yeah. Good.
1: Call back to failed Google projects. Yeah. Whatever happened to Google Loon?
0: I don't even know what that was, man. That. No.
1: Google balloon they had, this pro- they had this plan to like put all these like wireless networks in hot air balloons all over the world. Oh my God. Like, get Google to get the internet to like the entire world.
0: And then Tesla just comes out or SpaceX kind of does that already. Like they're just like, Elon's like, yeah. I'm going to make like a million satellites. And I'm just like, Google's probably like, shit.
1: Surprise. It's already there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay. If you can sign up now. Crazy. I know people that already got Starlink. It. It's pretty cool. Nuts. People I work with are just like,
0: man, I got some Starlink.
1: I was like, damn, that's pretty sweet. They're like, yeah, it's you so can, much better. You can like, you literally just type in your address and and they're like, yeah, this will be. We plan to have it there in like, a few months. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think oh, that's one of the companies I would love to invest in, but I just don't even have enough to buy a, like one share. You know, it's like, it's like damn it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, just like invest in a person. Just like Elon, just take my money and just do whatever you want with it, and just give me like maybe I don't know <laughs> some back like. You should be able to do that. Yeah, true. I guess it's an OnlyFans. Maybe some equity. Elon watches only
1: OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got a. Have you do you know Have you seen his um, his wife or girlfriend or Grimes? I think they're married. Grimes, yeah. She's I nuts.
0: Yeah, well, they're kind of. I don't know. That uh, Elon is somebody. Like, I would love to be his friend, you know, to like just see what life is out like after work, like, like, and I I find this, this whole topic fascinating actually. Like, okay, celebrities have to sleep. Like, I was like, man, what is The Rock doing right now? Right, like, what is what is Chris Rock doing? Right <laughs> now? Like, what is what are people like, like, you you gotta shit too, man. Like, when do you shit? You know, like yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so it's like well, all those
1: things. Like, like Elon does he just come whenever they're right? whenever they're tw- tweeting on Twitter? That's when they're shooting.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Fair point. <laughs> So I would love to
1: see that. Like, oh, like, you're shitting right now. I would
0: like I wouldn't like to see him shitting. Maybe I, would, I don't know. But um it would be cool to see like what what he like does he watch games? Like obviously like when he came out and he was just like what did he do? And I was just like, "Oh, I guess he does that." Like interesting. Uh, it was like some game, some stupid thing. He's like, "Oh man, I just played like a shitload of this game." And I was like, "What the fuck? Like
1: that's cool." We're just like um like the house like the... on on Lex Friedman's um, YouTube channel, yeah, scrolling through because I wanted to see if he had more lectures. Mm-hmm. He's got like on his YouTube channel, it's mostly his podcast, there's a few um lectures, and then the, there's just like one that's like streaming, it's like a let's play with Lex Friedman, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? The shit, <laughs> he well, just even, tries everything, man. yeah. Even
0: when um Elon Musk was on like the clubhouse thing, I was like. Dude, that's cool. Like, like this is a person. At the end of the day, you know, like he's he's there and he, he's making like Reddit. Like, that was one of the cool things actually on Twitter. His posts, right? Like, he he's a meme dude. Like, he's a guy that just fucks with people. And he's just like, I just bought a million shares of GameStop. I'm just like, that's a million dollars worth of shares of GameStop. I'm just like, this guy follows us. He's probably reading the same Reddit thread that I'm reading. Maybe he's read my comment before,
1: you know? Maybe he's upvoted your comment. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe you've been maybe you've been touched by Elon Musk. Yeah, that would be interesting. In some small way. Maybe everyone's been touched by Elon Musk.
0: <laughs> that's not a very good cat phrase to go by. <laughs> Hashtag touched by Elon Musk. I hope not. I hope that's like one there's like a few people I hope that don't end up becoming like somebody shady and that's like one of them, you know? Like Yeah,
1: true. I feel like he's probably got a little bit of shadiness in him. I feel like he does. Uh, I hope not. Have you seen his mom? She kind of looks like a super villain. His brother looks exactly like him. Have you seen him? Yeah, and isn't he like like a lot less he's successful? Kind of like a, <laughs> he's like still pretty successful though. Yeah. They're uh, like, he's still pretty smart. I don't remember what his brother's name is. Kimble. It's also a weird name, I'm pretty sure. Kimball Musk? It? Yeah. Kimball. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. They've got some weird names.
0: Yeah, he's like a, a chef. Interesting you know it's
1: like a super super good chef maybe he maybe he's like elon's chef maybe elon doesn't have to eat anything he can just get <laughs> his brother to make all of his food
0: yeah no doubt <laughs> i was like uh like I, I know that elon gave his brother a tesla and i was just like is that like a like i was hope like man my brother ever does something cool like i hope that you, you know it's not like a thing that has to make the news i hope it's just like a given like you know like put me in space motherfucker <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> I like to hear the, like, you know, like, they're probably on a FaceTime right now with all their family. Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, you know, I'm just working. Da, 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 da. I'm like,
1: what are you doing? He about? gave him the Tesla that he sent into space. He's like, look, I'm giving you a Tesla. Oops. Oh, I mean, I haven't seen his brother, now. so maybe, maybe, his, just, maybe his brother's in maybe space. Maybe he just sucks with his brother.
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe his brother is in the Tesla space right now.
1: Maybe he hates his brother, and he just, like, <laughs> treats him like shit. It's just like, hey, you want a Tesla? Oh Nope. <laughs> yeah, okay. you gotta catch me first. Yeah, or like, or like,
0: he just knows that his brother hates him, so he doesn't want to have one in case like the software is like, if Kimball Musk like all of his if checks are just like, drive normally except you know like it's like hmm, that's freaky. Yeah. Well, anyway, probably about time to uh, end it there, wrap things up. Yeah, that was pretty good. This pretty podcast good. sponsored by SpaceX. And uh, sleeptime.ca and gamergadgetry.ca. Go buy some cool toys. Google. And and Google. Video. And Google Lumen Luna Loon Google Loon. Loon. Like they balloon. Google.
1: Or. Yeah, like oh, balloon. L O O N.
0: That's probably why they failed. This is a shit name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Join us next time on the Ty and jude podcast.
1: The Ty and jude podcast.
0: Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we end, um I talked to a longtime friend of ours, Harry, in South Korea. And oh, yeah, uh, I was like, Man, I'm gonna give you a shout out. So uh Harry down in South Korea, man, love you bro. Hope to one day make, the best make that trip to Canada.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Bye for now.